This is the Final Whistle podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team. Final score, Notts County 1, Wrexham 0. What a fleeting day that was. We came into it so full of excitement and, well, we leave that match with a lot of worries. We came into it positive, not only because we'd lost 1 in 14, but because Notts County seemed to be in a bit of crisis and changed their manager unnecessarily, it seemed, and then had two bad home defeats. But, yeah, let's go through the catalogue of misery, shall we? Starts off with the news that Kwame Thomas is out for the season. Thomas, who's one goal away from finally getting in double figures. The Wrexham player has never done that since Chris Holroyd. So he's not going to make that, sadly. But, still, one change. Jordan Poncecelli comes in for him. And in the first 15 minutes, everything went beautifully. Except we didn't score. I must admit, I did have that sort of uncomfortable feeling of when are we going to score here? Um, because we had so many opportunities. The first 16 minutes it was as good as anything that we've managed to put together this season. Indeed, within the first 67 minutes, we had two separate chances to score. Firstly, it was Lainton knocking it long, Ponticelli doing an excellent Kwame Thomas impersonation, flicking the ball on in the air, Angus running down the right channel, one-on-one with the keeper, drove it across him, good save by Slocum, sitting his right foot out in the ball, getting wedged underneath it. But Wrexham claimed the ball back so quickly that within 27 seconds, like I said, we had another chance. This time Harris squaring the ball on Luke Young from 25 yards out, which, as we all know, means it's a chance, sweeping in a powerful shot. But too close this time to Slocum, who was able to go to his right and hold it. But the, the relentless control of the game by Wrexham continued. Harris and Young absolutely bullying Notts County's defence. Wrexham camped in Notts County's half and creating chance after chance with Ponticelli looking a very good partner for Angus. The two of them combining well. Ponticelli obviously isn't the aerial presence Thomas is, although that first flick was good, he didn't make any others, but technically he's a nice player and his control of the ball in the hole was good and his accuracy was excellent and Angus has got good technique too and the two of them combined a few times of Ponticelli drilling passes in to Angus in tight areas accurately uh, and Ponticelli sometimes holding the ball up while the two of them looked so promising. Wrexham continued to make problems. A ball drilled into the edge of a, uh, the area. It was crowded in there. Ponticelli, though, controlled it beautifully, turned and fed in Angus down the right-hand side, ran a backer of defence. He drove it in a goal mouth. There was a scramble. The ball came out. Davis smashed in a shot. The keeper fumbled it. Angus, from a tight angle on the right-hand side, hit a shot, which I actually wasn't quite sure, and I wasn't sure from the replay either, whether he just went for the, to put in the roof of the net and just missed, or whether it actually flicked the bar. But it wasn't the easiest of chances, but it was a real chance, if you see what I mean. And still, Wrexham pushed on. This is all still in the first 10 minutes. Luke Young putting in a free kick. Adam Chickson, one of the three centre-backs, not County paying us respect by changing their formation completely to match us. Chickson, on the N6-yard box, losing his balance and heading it back to, on target, the way the direction the ball came from. Brilliant save by Slocum, who had to change direction and lunge to his right and make a one-handed save. Ponticelli lunging to it was inches away from it. Uh, tapping into an empty net. When the ball came out, it hit Vassell in front of the open goal, but he knew nothing about it, and it ricocheted out wide, and still the danger wasn't over because Jordan Davis picked it up and hit a 25-yarder, trying to curl it inside the right post and put it just wide. Frantic, frantic stuff. Wrexham completely dominant. 
there was a lovely bit of link-up play again between Ponticelli and Angus feeding Young and this was desperately close again 20 yards out the sort of range he's deadly from he looked to drill it inside the right post and well, for a moment it looked like he'd done exactly that but it just scraped the post on its way past Notts County tried to recover and they had a couple of moments as the, the, the game slowed down firstly O'Brien did really well driving forwards to nick the ball beyond Tyler French. Knowles then did likewise to nick it beyond Hall Johnson. And Barnes, the left wing back, who was much more advanced than Baldivine, had burst onto it 15 yards out in a bit of space and slashed his shot wildly over the bar. A very, very poor finish. The only other chance they had was a moment of uh, good fortune and great defending by Wrexham and controversy. A corner, Barnet swept it in. It was headed towards goal by Rawlinson and looks to be going in the top corner. Worse than that, Wotton was jumping the big target man to make contact. He was virtually on the goal line. Harris was the man on the post and he managed to get up and deflect it over the bar. So superb defending by Harris. Notts County convinced it was a handball. Having seen the replays from different angles, I'm absolutely not convinced of that at all. Harris certainly jumped with his arm up and Wooten, who's much bigger, jumped with him and I think Wooten got his head to it first but Harris in jumping managed to get his head to it. Whether it flicked Harris's arm on the way to his head, um, well, was inconclusive frankly. There were three different replay angles plus the original angle. On one of them it looks like the ball's flicked his arm, on the other three it really doesn't look like it's hit his arm at all. So I'm inclined to think he didn't handle it and the ref got that one right and gave the corner. Now Wrexham then started to see things go wrong. The 28th minute, unbelievably, they lost Jordan Ponticelli to injury. Not quite sure about how this has happened. I, I want to get confirmation on this. It was thought it was a hamstring, but having said that, seven minutes earlier, Ponticelli had been hit very hard in the box. He might well have wanted the penalty. The Rexham players carried on playing. There was no replay of it. And yeah, I didn't think he looked quite right after that, so I'm not sure. Barry Ponticelli had to go off, and there we are. Wrexham have lost Adi Yusuf on transfer deadline day, lost Bickerstaff on transfer deadline day, knowingly loaning him out after Yusuf went. We can't recall Bickerstaff, which left us with just two fit strikers when Thomas was injured, and now Ponticelli's injured too. So Angus genuinely is the only attacking player on the, the roster for Wrexham now. The rules are that we can't sign anyone on loan or permanently because we are Welsh and therefore administered by the Welsh FA, those are their transfer rules. And that we can't bring in a free transfer unless they were without a club on the first day of the transfer window. So we have a very, very narrow pool to look at if Monticelli's injury rules them out for any length of time. Wrexham's reaction in the short term was to bring on Elliot Durrell and essentially revert to the attacking shape that we had at the end of last season where we played a box midfield. So it was now Young and Harris in the centre of midfield and then ahead of them Davis on the left and Durrell on the right but pretty narrow. And it, I, I'm going to say it didn't work. I mean it didn't work in that the chances dried up. So in terms of going forwards Angus now cuts a very isolated figure up front. He's not a player who wants to hold the ball up a lot. Uh, we didn't get close enough to him with the ball so Angus sort of disappeared out of the game to a great extent not necessarily his fault 
and Davis and Durrell struggled to get the ball in attacking positions. We did make the only remaining chance of the half, though. It was a, a well, I say half chance. It was a moment where we were denied by the referee. Record did really well to win the ball on the edge of the area and get it clear down the left-hand side. Durrell then won a tackle him and was on a two-on-one breakaway. And the referee stopped play because the Notts County centre-back, Ellis, had hurt his ankle. Not a head injury, he'd hurt his ankle. He got treated, he got up, he carried on, he scores the only goal. Um, thanks, Raf, because Wrexham were in a glorious position. But that was the only moment of danger we had with the box midfield. After the break, Wrexham kept a similar shape, but clearly were pushing Durrell on more to keep, try and get him in touch of Angus. And we did make some chances, but not enough. The first opportunity of the second half actually came to Notts County. Hall Johnson under hitting a back pass, Linton did really well to race off his line. And, well, basically arrived at the same time as O'Brien, pretty much. And really put his boot through the tackle and got the ball clear. Great piece of goalkeeping. And then the game, essentially, until the last 15 minutes, rather meandered. Notts County had much more of the ball since Ponticelli had gone off. But they weren't threatening. Wrexham weren't threatening either particularly although we did have the odd moment I, I, I did feel happy that you know accepting that the loss of Thomas then Ponticelli had blunted us we were still in control to some extent of the game and certainly weren't threatened a really good piece of pressure 20 minutes into the second half ended with an excellent pass by Jay Harris to Durrell who from 18 yards out span and it's a great curler it just scraped the bottom right the post and it had taken a little nick off a defender as well so it may well be that if that defender hadn't got that little touch Durrell would have scored and then with 15 minutes left there was a moment of drama Hall Johnson doing ever so well to burst past his man chase the ball into the box Chickson came across him rather clumsily Hall Johnson went down the referee gave him a yellow card for diving uh, I assume so. Actually, frankly, the replays weren't as inclusive as I expected, but Paul Johnson didn't complain too much, to be fair. But things were starting to build up as well. The referee... His distribution of yellow cards wasn't uh, consistent, shall we say. So Conor Rawlinson, the centre-back, had absolutely chopped Angus after two minutes because even at that early stage, he knew that the Wrexham strikers were too quick for him. He really took him out, a proper reducer, and the referee came over, laughed and joked and said, oh, I'll book you next time you do that. Um, I, I, I hate that sort of refereeing. I don't care how early in the game it is. You've got to protect talented players, and if a player chops them, and I feel the same both ways. If, it, if, you know, if it's a Wrexham player doing the chopping, you, you have to book him for a tackle like that. It was a deliberate play in the man, not the ball. So anyway, Rawlinson, having ridden his luck, gets booked eventually. Um, when Jordan Davis turns him, is running in on goal, and so Rawlinson just cynically takes him out from behind. Um, should have been the second yellow, it's his first. Kyle Wooden, the Notts County to target man, also got a bucking right at the end of the first half with a nasty looking foul on Tyler French. He really left his foot in, and French looked to be hurt. So we got a yellow card as the players walked off the pitch. And then on 76 minutes, he should have got a second. Uh, an incident which will have repercussions, possibly very serious repercussions later on. Uh, Young beat him to a challenge, Wooden left his foot in, trod on Young's foot, and, well, looked like a straightforward second yellow, but the referee again came across, gave him a final warning, and ignores the foul. Soon after that, actually, and again, this is something which may become relevant later, he jumped and caught Pearson in the face with his arm, but the referee just gave the foul and again didn't give a card. Hold your horses. Mutton will become relevant. Although first, another county player becomes relevant. Cal Roberts is maybe their best player. 
apart from Enzo Baldivine, who bizarrely was played as a right wing-back and really posed no threat whatsoever. But Roberts has been out injured almost all season. He came on with 76 minutes left and turned the game, essentially. Almost immediately, he got the ball, worked a little one-two with another substitute Knight and hit a 10-yard shot, which was deflected just wide for a corner. And then from that corner came the goal. Baldivine sweeping it in, Rawlinson attacking the ball with a, a big, with a, the header. Maybe climbing on Piers and Vassell. He, he certainly arrived early and got up early and stayed there and Vassell couldn't get up. I think it's a 50-50. I think sometimes those get given, sometimes not. But he headed it into the goal mouth and Ellis on marks tapped it in to an empty net. Wrexham complained about the foul, didn't get it. And trying to push on and respond. Harris almost immediately hitting a rocket from 25 yards. Rawlinson making a good block in front of his keeper. Wrexham then threw Jarvis on for Jay Harris. God, I, mean, I was slightly surprised Harris went off. I guess it's a positional decision to get more players higher up on the pitch. Well, Harris played very well. And then Roberts was again threatening. Six minutes left, a free kick, which nearly went inside the left-hand post. A great strike. That other sub, Knight, also had a penalty shout. Uh, unconvincing for me, he ran into the box. Linton came right out to the right side of the box as he looks at it. Uh, they did make contact. I must have been on first view. I thought Knight had found Linton. Looking at it again, I thought, oh, maybe not. But I think the ref was right to just give the goal kick. And then, just to compound everything, two minutes left. Wrexham make their final substitution, very sensibly. Kelleher comes on for Jordan Davis because then Pearson can go up front. And then immediately there's an unpleasant injury to Theo Vassell. Long ball played for by Notts County. Wooten, that's the guy I said, should have been sent off by now, jumps, hits uh, Vassell hard in the face with his arm and the referee gives him a second yellow. Right, firstly and much more importantly than the red cards, Vassell looks really hurt. I mean, it was worrying. There was a lot of blood. They seem to be treating around his right eye. So let's hope it's nothing too serious for him. He had to go off on a stretcher. Really worrying. Notts County, meanwhile, were having to go at the referee. I mean, I've got to be honest, of the four challenges, in many ways, it's the least of a yellow for me in some ways. Because he does seem to be using his arm to get up. Having said that, he's hit for self very hard. And he should have been off already. I mean, that's what annoys me. He should have been off already. <laughs> Vassell shouldn't have had that injury. Um... Eventually he goes off when the protests end and the five minutes of added time can begin in the fourth minute of added time. Of course, Wrexham get no advantage from the red card because we've just used our third sub and now Vassell's gone off. So it was 10 against 10. Wrexham understandably pushed hard in the sixth minute of added time. Jarvis worked a lovely little 1-2 to get into a shooting position about eight yards out, but his shot was really well blocked. And then a minute later, Jarvis on the left-hand side swung in across, which, a corner rather, which... which wasn't dealt with well at all by Notts County. A defender got a touch onto it to a defender at the far post who made a hash of intercepting it. Hall Johnson, a difficult volley at hip height from about 15 yards out, and he made great contact with it, but it went just over the bar. The last act of the game was Tyler French driving down the right and putting a big diagonal into the box. Fika Kelleher, who was also playing up front alongside Pearson and Angus by this point, went down in the area asking for a penalty as he collided with Baldivine. I don't think that was a penalty at all. I think Kelleher backed into Baldivine and then went down, or maybe wasn't aware he was there, but I don't think Baldivine did anything to initiate the contact. And Wrexham had lost. And it was a huge shame, in all honesty. The injury to Ponticelli took 
away our, our attacking shape and hurt us. But we still look fine for a draw. And a set piece undid us something which was happening a lot at the start of the season, but hasn't happened for a while. It's, it's a real shame. Can't really complain about the team or the manager. It, it was the misfortune of some refereeing decisions and injuries that, that did for us. And we've just got to get back going now, find a workable solution if we've only got one striker for a while. And uh, see how we can work her out. Looking through the performances, I mean, Lainton had little to do, in all honesty. Did well on a couple of awkward crosses. The defence, I thought Pearson again was excellent. I thought all three centre-backs were perfectly solid. Did a good job, like I said, there were very few Notts County opportunities. Couple, really, two chances from set-pieces and Roberts' free kick. That's pretty much it, apart from the shot Roberts had that was deflected wide. And that was well defended. So that's about it, really. Um, the wing-backs, I've seen them more progressive in games, but they did okay. Again, defensively, they weren't troubled. They did come forward. It didn't hit enough players in the box, maybe, for their liking. But then, to be fair, we were lacking players in the box after Ponticelli's injury. In midfield, um, I don't know if this is a left-field call by me. Bearing in mind he was subbed, but I think Harris was our best player. I thought Harris was real, sort of vintage Harris, snarling around the midfield, winning so many challenges, using the ball well too. I, I can only assume he was taken off in order to get fresh legs and an attacking player on. Alongside him, Young also um, did well. Again, was winning the ball high up the pitch. Was trying to drive forwards, had a couple of shooting chances. Um, Davis was a little more quiet, to be fair, than he was on certainly on Saturday when he played very well. Wasn't quite able to influence things. I think in a way, Jarvis did a bit more threateningly when he came on at the end. Um, and then up front, well, Ponticelli. Well, first 28 minutes, Ponticelli and Angus were fantastic. Angus couldn't take any of his chances, but none of them were reels at all to shot style sitters. Uh, Ponticelli looked great, linked with them really well, as I said before, and Angus was running into the channels, doing really nicely. And then once Ponticelli went off, Angus disappeared out of the game, in all honesty, and I, again, I, I, I'm not saying that's his fault, but we needed someone to bring him into play. Durrell worked very hard and had some threat going forwards when he came on, but uh, it wasn't our day. It just wasn't our day. Let's hope that this is a, a disappointment that doesn't have repercussions. Uh, Will, obviously, with Thomas being injured, let's hope that Vassell and Ponticelli's injuries are not as bad as they look because games are coming thick and fast now and we need to maintain that momentum. Yeah, frustrating. What a difference a day makes with the final score of Notts County 1, Wrexham 0. I'm Mark Griffiths from the Wrexham AFC media team. This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Rexham AFC media team.